You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Jeez, I hope Leah Stevens didn't take that seriously about the last line in that song. She's emailing about debating me about every go to a comedy club and when the comedian says something that you don't like stand up and start to debate with him oh that'll go over you just say things to make yourself feel better oh here we go it was a joke you have the right to be an asshole because you're right that's not what i said but that's why you you have to stop it it's a joke i'm gonna send you some instructions Remove stick from ass. Uh, there you go. You're all done. And now your day's going to go ahead. A lot better. Start your day off the wrong direction when somebody starts debating jokes. You ever go to like Anthony Jeselnik and say, the thing about the baby casket just makes you feel better. I'm a comedian. <laughs> Everything I say is designed to make things feel better and like not be taken too seriously. But you do that because... Okay, you're a psychopath. Go walk away. Oh, this guy emails me. This is what I see. This is what I like to talk about here. Nobody ever listens to this part. Kim says, John, do you still, this is a guy, do you still get angry at how ugly you are when you look in the mirror first thing in the morning? Now, see, I wouldn't email him back. Why do you say things like Because he's right. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't. I've accepted it. Uh, usually I just say, whew, that is one ugly man when I look in the mirror. And I do that, honestly, probably four or five times a day. Uh, but I'm not angry about it. I just, it is what it is. And he said, geez, I'm sorry, John. At least you're funny. And you have a very pretty wife. In fact, your ex-wife, I remember her very pretty also. You've married several levels above uh, your your skills. See, and that's why I know guys are cooler than girls. Because that phrase never gets said to a woman with a better-looking husband. You've never once gone up to a woman and said, wow, you yeah, kicked your coverage, lady. Hey, guys, that's a good-looking man. You, should, you don't deserve that with your face. A woman couldn't tolerate those kind of jokes, as evidenced by what I'm dealing with here on the email. With Leah, who's normally pretty uh, decent, but this one, she's lost me on this one. Brittany Mahomes hears it. That's Brittany Mahomes, she should hear it. <laughs> if she was cooler, dudes hear it all the time, and women always laugh. <laughs> Boy, he outkicked his coverage. How did he get you? You say that to a woman, tears. Your friend's a dick. Because deep down... He may have said something she she knows is probably kind of true. We all said it when Hugh Jackman's wife started to show up in pictures. What in the world is going on there? Huh? Why'd he marry his grandmother? Keanu Reeves, too. And everybody said, oh, that, yeah, exactly. That's mean. You know how many times guys hear that? Boy, you really, uh, you outkicked your coverage. Everyone in this room hears it. This is your wife? How'd you do that? You said that to a woman? The world would... That's your husband? With your face? How did you pull this off? Ah, hey! You're an asshole. All right, well, at least you know it. You know what we say, happy husband, happy life. (laughs) Just do whatever it takes to keep that beautiful punum in my life. 
Your husband's an Adonis, and you, eesh, you must have a big D or something. I don't know what to even say to you. It's uh, uh, she's loaded. Yeah. You know what you can't say to a woman in radio? You got a real face for radio. But how, how often do people throw that low-hanging fruit ball at us? Constantly. And they're not wrong. You guys have a face for radio. You a face for Try that with okay. a girl in radio. <laughs> Go over to Izzy at her next event. Boy, do you have a face for radio. Get this asshole out of here. <laughs> it won't fly. Either arrested, fired from his job, or... Oh, he's, he's done. She, she's in tears. He's going to feel terrible about it. We hear it every time. We're cooler. We can tolerate truth a little easier. Boy, oh boy, do I know it. Emails that actually start off saying, you are uglier than I expected when I met you. And then just <laughs> something about, like, beer. Like, nothing, just an aside. And she says that I say things to make myself feel better. No, I don't. I say things. I, I destroy myself on here every day. It's cathartic. It feels nice. You had to sit in a room and smell Brady's colognes all morning long you'd be i'm gonna start hallucinating soon uh scott haynes says the new lotion that johnny depp has is called sauvage i already know brady's cologne name sausage (laughs) sausage cologne it's strong (laughs) Uh, and by the way to kirby and ronnie for brady's birthday the fruity smelling lotions he can't smell them. If you really want Brady to be happy about his birthday present, if it's going to be fragrant, Auntie Anne's pretzels. Just rub it all over him. That's going to be, I mean, we'd all be happier than whatever the hell's going on here. What is that you're wearing? Sugar cone. <laughs> See, and Ty says, I met you at Royal Blood. You look like a man's man. You don't need to beat yourself up. That just means I look like I've been drugged behind a truck and I'm okay with it. I get it. It's okay. I prefer it. And then people who listen all the time said, I know why women like you, John. It's your long ball sack. Some chicks dig that. Wrap it around the old legs and say, yeah, that's true. Smashing into bee holes. That's exactly what it is. That's where my happy angles are. You do that uh, that leg, the volleyball with the rope on it. Yeah, it's a tether. It's tether ball. Tether ball. Yeah, I got tether ball going. It's a fact. That is a good point. Phil brings up a good point. So this is true what you're saying, John, but it's uh, the, the reason it doesn't happen is because dudes don't marry down. It's up or it's nothing. I wonder if that's accurate. Now, I wonder if you're going to get an email from Leah. That's just to make yourself feel better. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. Okay. He's, he's, and by the way, stick out. He's uh, Phil's kind of making a little bit of a, a fun joke. The dudes are talking. Uh, but it says guys don't marry down. It's up or nothing. And I, that may be pretty, pretty accurate. accurate. You don't see a lot of dudes marrying down. I can agree with that. Down. Trying to think of all my friends and their wives. I don't think of anybody who married down. It's the way the design we have to pursue to win them over. So you're making up for. Yeah, we develop like fun, yeah. fun personalities and things like that. I don't know. I can't think of one of my friends that married down. Like, they're all, it's up or nothing. I think Phil's right. It's a good call. I didn't, yeah. Can you? I can't think of one. 
Uh, no. <laughs> you got one kind of? <laughs> I was thinking maybe, one on the but... I know who it is. And Mangoop <laughs> no. doesn't count. Like, you can't, because he's got so many wives, eventually you're going to... But again, Mangoop is a hot air balloon of a human being. There's nothing about him. Marrying down would mean uh, getting a shovel and going to the cemetery. That's the only way he could marry down. Mangoop takes whatever... He's he's porting a storm guy. <laughs> That dude is the he's the sampler platter at Walmart or at uh, Costco. He's eating whatever's put in front of him, and he's like, "That'll do." I can't think of one friend. I'm trying as hard as I can. I can't think of one friend. Yeah, I don't get that. I also don't get people who try to debate jokes. But that just makes you feel. Bill Burr does his whole thing. Do you think at the end you just say those things to make yourself? These are jokes, lady. Uh, okay, let's see. Now it's getting out of hand. These emails are getting out of hand. You do have a face for radio, John, and a nose that makes Jews blush. All right. Just because one guy called me, you know, the Jew thing, and then the Jews welcomed me in yesterday, doesn't mean I'm fair game for anti-Semitism, damn it. I'm starting to... You're feeling it. Starting to get a little upset. My heritage that doesn't exist. You guys are starting to tap that nerve. But I'm see these Leah. That was a joke. I was just joking about that. I'm not really Jewish, and I'm not really that upset about it. So before you start penning another letter about how I like that when people say that too. You're. She called me superficially judgmental. I had to remind her. No, no, no. I'm I'm not superficial at all. <laughs> it's completely judgmental. Like everyone else, we're all judgmental. Here comes another. You're an asshole. It, we're all judgmental. People who say they're not are just trying to make themselves feel better. Everyone's judgmental. Then you fight it, and then you try to say you're not. Everyone is. Can't help it. Cannot help it. By the way, the guy with the falcon for the wedding. Did you go? He emailed me back. Wife still hemming and hawing a little bit, future wife. She's like, since we said yes, she's, she's laughing at it. He says it's a possibility. So the falcon, we gave the thumbs up, and she she lied to him. If the guys on the show say that's fine, Typical then we'll broad. do it. And then we did, and then she's like, I don't know, it's silly. So, Typical. You're not having a falcon. I hate to break it to it'll you. Be, oh, it'll be beautiful. By do the it. way, Aaron, hire Brett as your wedding DJ so Brett can get footage <laughs> of the falcon eating the mouse off. Man, of- I got to go to a wedding then? Uh, well, you, you know, they'll pay you. <laughs> oh, okay. As it just tears that mouse out of your nephew's toe-headed blonde hair. <laughs> Uh, that was a joke, Leah. See, what I don't really want kids to be torn up by falcons. You, you know what? That's it. Say things about falcons killing kids to make yourself feel better. That's That actually isn't far from the truth. <laughs> My son doesn't have a toe on his head. <laughs> and by the way, people are trying the Pim Eyes thing. I, I, it, it hasn't gotten to the technology. Thing. The thing they're saying is what it's going to be. It's out there already. What it's going to be used for because they've opened up this new can of worms is... Uh, and they said it when in the article I was reading it. For, it's more of the uh, investigation thing, but they think it'll, we never use anything properly. Uh, and then a guy emailed me and said, I have a 22-year-old daughter who I try to keep tabs on through the Internet because she doesn't really. And he was wondering if she had an OnlyFans page. Would oh. that pop up on there? Oh, dads. The last yeah, thing it's on the Internet. That would, would, be, yeah. that would be one that shows up. I was it, saying on a couple of uh, Brett's videos, uh, the guy going to town and the dad her parents see that guy's got his arm buried in another guy's butt. That's my son. <laughs> yeah, his elbow deep yeah. in something with 
whatever that gelatinous fluid oh. was. Yeah. This guy says, hey, John, those girl holders who can't close end up settling for the first toad that lets them in. Eh, yeah, maybe. Using yesterday's language. Also, your Jew nose looks good. Imagine if you had a cruddy Jew nose. All right, will you stop with my nose? Now I'm, I'm going to. You're just saying that to make yourself feel better. Jerks. Colin Coward. We talked about him yesterday and, you know, how he's a girl holder. And he went on yesterday about how strong the women are in his life. And now people are jumping aboard his uh, his stupid stance, which was the reason NFL fans are upset about the Taylor Swift effect is because a girl that looks like that would never give them the time. It's the same, uh, you know, armchair psychoanalysis that I just got with you say that to make yourself. You're judgmental because you're that, you're judging me. You're judgmental, too. We all do it. Uh, but he he went on his rant saying that all NFL fans that don't want the Taylor Swift part of the broadcast are just guys who could never get laid by somebody like Taylor Swift. And he took her side, and she's beautiful, and we're intimidated by successful women and all this. And it's garbage. He was crapping on, his, on everybody who's ever made him money who like his show. And you know how I – and he took great pride in this yesterday because I went back in to see. There's a movement saying, oh, Colin Coward, he's a speaks for the ladies. This was exactly what a girl holder would want is that the lady stood up and said, see, that's what we want you to say. Which is complete bull. He doesn't buy it. He, the View played Colin Coward's clips of him saying, You're just intimidated by a successful woman as a man. And that's the reason Taylor. And using the example of Jack Nicholson and Eminem and Matthew McConaughey, who, by the way, live and die and sweat the color of their teams, that they've been there from through thick and thin. And Taylor Swift, we don't like fake fans. We don't like that kind of thing just popping up and being all the attention. So it's a whole myriad of reasons Taylor Swift annoys the fan and that we're hearing a lot about her, even if she was only on screen for 25 seconds. The potential felt like the entire game. The View praised Colin Coward yesterday, and he went on and said, that's pretty cool. You are a humongous girl holder. As if You know, I know, you know you've, you've done something stupid. When The View says, he's right. Oh, my God. If you're on the same page as the hens on The View as a man, you're the least likable man on the planet. That's basically all it is. It's You are a man. It's a, it's a quick. Uh, it's a girl holder. It's a girl holder. It's a quick holder. bump for him, too, because he's tapped that audience. He's, he's like, I'm doing he what saw, Exactly. He saw the opening going, oh, my God. Yeah. There's a group of people that I can manipulate what i ever think I'd that be would on never the listen to me exactly and now there's a group of people that colin coward gets it why don't you and husbands are going to have to hear about it you you know colin coward thinks and he's like supposed to be listen up he's not a man's man john holmberg's morning sickness the 98 k-u-p-d holmberg's morning sickness he went on, I'm surrounded by strong women in my life. My sister's a strong woman. My wife's a, my mother. And good, that's great. We all, I, everyone has. My son. I have very strong. Yeah, I have very <laughs> strong women in my life, too. Also strong men who can have an opinion that says, uh, I don't like this whole sales pitch being shoved down my throat of Taylor Swift being a super fan. She's not. They, I don't, I feel like it's a choreographed, manipulated sale. And that's when people back away. It is. Uh, it's funny the tolerance level on stuff like this. It's inauthentic. People, it's as simple no, as but that. But people just it, it, it irks him so quick. It's because people hate sell jobs and inauthenticity. 
And then he went on yesterday to say, sports is amazing. Invite everyone in. I completely agree. Invite everyone in. Uh, he said, Lamar Jackson crying at the end of the game because it matters to him so much. Watching Andy Reid celebrate. Uh, the families coming up. People in, you know, the celebrations, the fans in Detroit crying. The ones in San Francisco. It's the greatest authentic emo- And I'm like, you're nailing the point. Sports is authentic emotion. It is, it's not supposed to be manipulated. That's why we get so mad when referees blow a game. You took away the authenticity. You made us question whether it's real. Maybe wrestling. That's why part that of dude it... who was in the wrestling audience that screamed out, it's still real to me, yeah. damn it. He was fooled by it and hated the idea. He was fooled by it. It needed to be real for him to enjoy it. Don't do this. Right. Don't wreck it. And so inauthenticity hurts when you, when you feel you've been duped. And this feels like a, a manufactured thing. But Colin Coward going on yesterday about the view. That's pretty neat. It is. When Whoopi and Joy are saying you've done something right, usually you've abandoned all logical thought towards male or just all logical thought. When the view is all on board what you said, boy, did you do something stupid. Not that you need to go out of your way to combat them, but most of the time they're so far gone one direction. That means you've stepped way away from the middle and you're off on an island with the girls from The View. They don't have mainstream viewpoints. They're out of their brains with what their agenda is. Anything that goes against them, they lose their minds. So if you're in camp with them, ooh, that made me feel so good when he sat there. And I'm like, wow, you've, you've basically thrown a middle finger out at the entire audience that built you, which is just dudes who like sports. And you told him, you can't get laid. Not like me. Girl holder me. I'm awesome. He's the dude that marches in the feminist parade, but he doesn't have a girl in his life. It's like weird. Like that single guy, that, that's where he goes to meet women. And he fools them into thinking he's on board with them, but what he's actually doing is just trying to be around girls. Revenue. Right. It's revenue. This, and, and now that's a sell job. And the view didn't see it. They just heard words they liked and went, put a green check on that. Ladies, you're celebrating revenue. Right. I'm all for Taylor Swift making a bajillion dollars. Do I understand it? No. I think Madonna should have a billion dollars before her. Madonna actually revolutionized some stuff. She's gone crazy, but... She needs it for all the plastic surgery. Well, yeah, she spent... Maybe she was a billionaire. She looks like Madam now. Yeah, yeah, that that she, old puppet. <laughs> she hit that status pretty close. She was $600 million at her peak. That's a lot. Taylor's a billion... Like, billion. Like it doesn't... To me, the talent level doesn't match that. that. That surprises me. Is she good? Absolutely. Is she that good? I'm not seeing it. And no man does. I speak for dudes, and I think I speak for all of them. I haven't gotten any pushback. I say, Taylor Swift is the most talented, beautiful woman in the world. I know I'm not speaking to an audience that likes Taylor Swift music, but still. She's good. We can all sit back and say that. Do we understand the this frenzy? I saw that joke on the Internet this morning when somebody said it's Groundhog's Day tomorrow, and it looks like the Groundhog's going to come out and say six more weeks of Taylor Swift. And, okay, that's I see it. We're getting a lot of it. It's, an, it's overkill. And Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, tip of the cap to those two. Because those cap two, it? they have used their podcast, and it has grown in a monster way because it's Taylor Swift's boyfriend and his brother talking about stuff. They don't care about most of it. And then he'll talk about Taylor. They just want some insight. 
They are killing it right now. I mean, take that to the bank. Just like she's doing. But again, it's a sell job. And the only thing we ask for is it doesn't infiltrate our sports. We get mad when politics and interlopers wander into our sports. It may be irrational, but it's just the way it is. It just It's not authentic. But Colin Coward going on and on about that. And then going, the view agreed with me. So I must be on to something. Yeah. You're on a, uh, an inflatable dinghy with five nutbags that he's, are, you're lunatic. He's doing the same as the NFL. He's going yeah. after that other audience that yeah. weren't listening to him or watching him before. But why? Because you're going to, uh, eventually you're going to be like, this dude is all, of, he becomes the view and you just move on. You go, you go back to Stephen A. Smith who isn't going to do that. <laughs> That's all I can take about that. Taylor Swift being on my TV every day. It's absolutely asinine accrutimus. All right, that's a new word, but I like what you did there. Uh, yeah, I love the Colin Coward. There's, there's blowback and then people saying, oh, and now he's created that monster, which is a Trump move, where you say something and anybody who combats it hates everything you just said. Like, you, 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 you cast a wide blank. So if you say, I disagree with you, Colin, you hate women. Yeah, there's so no, you've, you've yeah. created the zero nuance. I see what side you're on. Yeah, I see, yeah you, you, it's, a, it's, it's tribal. He's created this thing that, you know, basically passive-aggressively says, I know, I, I love successful women, and if you don't like Taylor Swift on TV, you clearly don't. And the second you're like, no, hold on, that's not, okay, I see what you're doing. You, you, you automatically, I'm not afraid to step in it. I, that has nothing to do with it. Actually, I'm not that blown back by it. I do, I just think, I can see why it's inauthentic and why people lose their minds. And the biggest inauthentic part of it is every time they show her, she knows they're showing her. She puts on a show. Nobody's that happy. Have they ever shown that booth that she's in sad, stuffing their mouths with hot dogs and nachos, just being human? No. They're always camera ready, on point with a dance or like uh, smiles or high fives. So that's what will make it interesting. Will the worm turn if the Super Bowl goes the other way? You know, like they get blown out in the Super Bowl. They won't show her. Or maybe they will because oh, it's high emotion it's gonna, the other way. Yeah, and then it'll go the other way. Then you can see people saying, this is what happened eventually. Yeah. Well. That woman was a distraction for well, you. Oh, she'll get blamed for it. She'll get yeah. Yoko'd. She'll be the Yoko Ono. Yep. And that's happened in sports, too. Plenty of times. A lot of Cub fans remember when Chris Bryant was the rookie of the year and then the MLB's most valuable player. Then he married his high school sweetheart. The guy hasn't hit over 260 once since, and he's uh, pretty much played like 65 games a year. We don't know what happened. We talked about the Tony Romo thing during the playoffs. Totally. Yeah, Jessica Simpson and him were the hottest thing in the world. He took a week off between playoff games because he had the week off, and everybody's like, well, well, if he's not prepared for the game, that's why. And they lost. And it was her fault. Yeah, we in sports are lunatics. We're as loony as the people on The View are. But we're as loony. And then it just kind of ends right there. Sports, and then it's kind of over unless we're talking about that. I realize my love for the Steelers is irrational as a human emotion and a thing. It's something I'll never actually... It's a TV show that I'm this nuts about, essentially, that I've decorated and built an entire room onto my house as a shrine to them. I don't get paid by them. I, mean, I actually pay for it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's it's insanity is what it is. But 
it brings me my highs and lows. And I love it. If somebody comes in and tries to pretend to be a fan, all the guys at my house and girls at my house that are super Steeler fans look at each other like, who's this noob? We get, they get nervous when somebody new shows up. Who's this guy? Oh, he's a, trust me, he's a fan. He gets it. And, and any time, remember when, uh, I forget who it was, uh, Bill Bellamy came in. He's a Steelers fan. And he said something, and, he, and I knew he was going to get killed on the emails because he said, who's our quarterback now? Kenny, Kenny, uh, and I said, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I did a picture with him. My emails just went up. This guy calls himself a fan. He doesn't even know the guy's name. I'm like, all right, I heard it too. And it chaps me more that he got in on the inside. Oh, oh my oh, god! It was frustrating because there he is standing with Art Rooney and Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And he's going on and on about the tour of the facility and loving the team, and he doesn't know who the quarterback is. These fans lose their minds. Tell him to go f*** himself. He's with Coach T and Art. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know. He was in a picture with Kenny Pickett, and he, he said his name wrong. It's like, oh, you're going to get killed. But that's all right. We'll let it go. I get it. But that's the thing. You have to just go passive fan. He's going to move on. And I don't know that guys who are super fans like always respect the pa- like the passive fan gets beat up pretty badly. If you're not willing to invest, you're not going to understand why I have or what I'm doing. So I have to kind of keep my distance from you as a fan because eventually you're going to say it's just a game, and I'm going to hate you for the rest of your life. It's not. It's a way of life for some reason. I feel bad for Brett because he's a Bears fan. He wants to have passion. He can't. They won't give it to him. Yeah. Well. Anyway. You would love it. You would lose. You would lose all sense of what's going on in your life if the bears were good. They give you. You have to temper your stuff because otherwise, it's just an exercise in depression. You just get used to it. I mean, between the bears and the white sox, I mean, I'm just like, eh. yeah. So yeah. spring training breaks or you know camp breaks for the bears. It's like I ain't got nothing else to worry about. You know what else is the It'll perfect be- storm? Is if Justin Fields was dating Taylor Swift, and the bears are seven and ten. Six and eleven team. There'd be no like, oh, no like real buzz about it but because it's a you know Travis Kelsey is a, on a, the team obviously going to Super Bowl and been good for years. It seems a little bit like more of a easier sell by the advertisers and things like that, or the you know the clickbait people that are getting so much out of this that it, that it would if she was at a Bears game watching you know the Bears play the Carolina Panthers wouldn't matter. It's a perfect storm of celebrity. What if she was dating a Panther, though? Would anybody care? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, Not at you know, all. I mean, seriously, you know, I Carolina I, Panther. With, with, uh, with Taylor Swift, I don't think it matters. Who, I mean, it, whatever team, it would have been big. I That's how big I, she I don't, is. I think she's big. I don't think it registers at all if she starts would, dating Justin Fields. I think Justin they would have Fields. shown her oh, sure. no matter but, what team. But, but again, but. The, I'm talking about the frenzy. It doesn't happen. If it's Justin Fields, the frenzy doesn't happen. It's not on TMZ every five seconds. It's not, you know, clicked all over. Colin Coward made the point that she's only on TV for 25 seconds. But I'm a sports guy. So my algorithms on my internet are all sports. She's part of that now. She's on there a lot. 25 seconds every game. Right, but 25 seconds of the game, sure, you're right. It's not a ton. But every time I click on something or go to a news thing, and there they are, there they are. It's more than that. It's in the, it's in the, it's constant. That had to have been more than that when he had when Travis had fifteen receptions. No, that's all it's it was. Like a Last catch she was, she was on twenty five seconds during the game. That's it. We feel like it's more. And Colin would tell you that's because we don't like women. 
That's not the case. But if she was dating like uh, Bryce Young or something, do you think it would be as big of a deal? Nope. Not even close. Not, not even as big. Not it'd even a little big. Bit. Oh, I'd be paid pay attention to it, but yeah. I, don't, I don't even think big would be a word we'd tie to it. Oh, she's dating a football player. She's bigger Only than if him. they're making. You know, if they're making a run, then it gets. That's bigger, what we're right? saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what. If you're dating a Carolina yeah. Panther, you're not making a run. So no one's paying attention to that. Yeah. This guy says you've boiled it down to what I've always believed, John. All men are misogynist or cucks. There is no middle. <laughs> To a certain degree. Judgmental for sure. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Speaking of judgmental, I... Brady, you're friends with that Christy at the zoo, yeah? Yes. Let's get her on board this. Uh, remember Toledo's old gray parrot? Yeah. The African Grey? The African Grey. And what happened when he was going through his divorce and he started to date... Had a that, poor vocabulary. That's right. Had a, he started dating that girl who had a couple of kids and the kids moved into his house and she didn't. It was the weirdest setup ever. Toledo's dating abroad. Breaks up with her. And the kids moved into the house. What? Oh, oh, yeah. He was kind of a daycare. Richard! It was a weird setup. Richard had a girl and a gray parrot. Uh, why? He had his son. And the girl's kids moved into his house and she didn't. Remember? Well, and I then, don't know if they moved into the well, house. Well, they moved into the house. They moved in and stole was his Xbox. They were in? Okay. Yeah, they moved in. And not only did they move in, a couple of their friends moved in. No, no. Just the kids moved in, but they had their friends over all the time. Right. Found Bud Light caps in the in the backyard. <laughs> so you've got... The one girl was 14 at the time. Drinking at your house. Yeah. And, but when the I was girl you were dating... Yeah. It, they were her kids. They yep. moved into your house. She did not. Right. Still don't understand I, that conversation. Well, how did that happen? The whole thing was I thought that they were all going to move in. So the kids took up residence. And all <laughs> of a sudden I noticed, I was noticed, I was like, hey, how come uh, she never, she's never here? Hi, Richard. You talk to her and she's like, well, I'm just taking care of some stuff. I'm like, okay. All right. And she By never moved in, but the kids but did. But the kids yeah. are okay. And I've got a great capper on this story, too. At the end? Yeah. All right. Do we want it now? Oh, sure. So, oh, go ahead. So you're getting to the point of the African gray parrot. Right. Nico was was right. her name. Oh, and just to get back to what I was saying, the African gray parrot that he had was being taught horrible, filthy oh, yeah. slurs yeah, yeah. by the kids that didn't belong to him <laughs> and their friends. Yeah, yeah. So two strange kids moved into his house. Yep. They brought their friends in and they gave While I wasn't they gave there. the parrot Brett's vocabulary. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. So right. me and Alex are sitting there one night, the kids aren't there, and Nico's out of her cage and she flies over to the couch. Next thing you know, she's dropping N-bombs at me, and I'm looking at her like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Your friend's got a Junos. Hey. <laughs> yeah, dropping N-bombs. Uh-huh. Right? So I found out uh, a couple weeks ago, the kid that taught her, the main kid that taught her. Come on. I'm rooting for one Died answer. in prison. Oh, geez. I didn't know that oh, was his. Wow. wow. I was thinking went to prison. No, no. Are you ashamed? Oh, went to prison. <laughs> But guess what he went to prison Not for? Not what I was thinking. He was a straight-up pimp for 10 years. Is that right? The kid that lived years. in your house, yes, God was a pimp. The most boring man in the world is surrounded by great stories. Prostitution never leaves this guy, Toledo. <laughs> it's in the blood. So that's close to 10 years ago this kid was in your house. Uh, 12, maybe? See, it was well. I've been with Lisa for fifteen, so it was before that. Decade 14 of years. decade so of human trafficking. Fifteen of years ago, it would have been. 
So he's pimping. Oh yeah. Goes to jail for pimping. Yep. Has a has like an asthmatic fit in prison and dies. Oh he oh oh so he wasn't like shanked today. No no no, no. He died of no, something. No. Yeah, he would have yeah. died on the streets here yeah, too. Yeah. I could make it the better story, but yeah. <laughs> right, but you it's pretty good as that's, it is. Uh, yeah, that's super, tough super, to top. Super fly. <laughs> Bitch, where's my money? <laughs> where's my inhaler, though? I'm out. <laughs> I need my inhaler, bitch. <laughs> Elizabeth, where's my bird at? <laughs> and the, per- the the mom told told me this story a couple weeks ago, and she was like a little You bit still s- talk to her? She's still living in the house? Every once in a while, oh, okay. she texts me. She, well, she, she, texts me this, she texts me this story. She inquires if there's any, still talking to the there any open bedrooms. <laughs> she keeps that. I had another she kid. Yeah. I got a couple more kids. I hear you got the... two open bedrooms, yeah. <laughs> we were going to flop over there. I'm not coming over. How's the vacancy? And why are you still talking to her? Just still acquaintance Pimp with Mom her. piles up the pimp story. <laughs> pimp Mom. Great band name. Yeah. All pimps got a mother. That's crazy. Easy, but crazy. somebody's got to do it. It gets crazier. I always, I thought the nuttiest part of that story was kids moving in before their mom, and then mom decides not to do it and, and leaves them there. One of one of them turned up to be a shag or a huggy bear. Superfly. Wow. Is Nico still alive? The parrot. Nico is in somewhere in East Mesa. Yeah, Gilbert. Hopefully, because then good, he can good. get away hopefully, with what hopefully he said. Hopefully, gotten oh, yeah. a uh, more Mormon cab- uh, vocabulary. Well. Nico's living in a farm on Spook Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Nico. <laughs> if I could have only rehomed her at Brett's house. <laughs> Cracker wanna. <laughs> Nico, it's not funny. Stop it. So, didn't expect that ending. <laughs> right. And where do we go now? <laughs> went into this talking about Brady Zufer and Christie. Yeah. Didn't expect that. Pimp, you know, the pimp turnoff there. We went to, <laughs> we went up Schnebly Road and had to four-wheel for a second. Wow. Well, there's a bunch. Well, no, this doesn't make any sense at all now. It's just, <laughs> Sorry. This, no, I, mean, I, I want I got That's to, excellent work. I want to talk to Pimp Mom. Yeah, we might have to call her. Mainly want to talk to Pimp Mom about why she didn't move in. And when her kids did, she didn't pull them right back out when she made the decision not to continue on with you. Yeah, I pretty much had to kick the kids out. To her. Yeah. Because didn't she go on, I mean, start another relationship? Uh, Yeah. The kids were still living. Working on the old relationship kind of thing. You guys had kind of broken up. But even when I kicked the kids out, they didn't go to live with Mom still. They went and found another temporary place to live until Mom got a house. You're like, don't be a pimp. What is this? Man, oh, man. This is bananas. (laughs) And Nico found a home before the kids did. Yes. (laughs) Actually, yes. He moved into the Gilbert Goon. Yeah. The dude (laughs) I'm living for is hosing off his AC right now. I need a new house. My owner is a... Hey, what the hell? Who are you? (laughs) Well, and Jamal was the one teaching her. I know. All right, don't. You're not... He was a black kid. Yes. And he was the one teaching the kid terrible words. To make it clear, Jamal was just rapping to the kid. Yes. You know, parental advisory songs. Oh, no, they were straight up. Was he the pimp? Yes. Oh, he was? Oh, oh it gets better. Yes. But Jamal wasn't an actual kid. He was friend of kid. He no, was, no, no. He was an actual kid. He was yeah. like 17 at the time. Oh, my God. Oh, 
Superfly <laughs> yes. was one of the kids. Yes. I thought he was just no, no, friends. Friends, of, friends of both kids. Did he have a full oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, hold on, hold on. Hold on stop asking questions, friend. We already know he did, don't they? <laughs> the two kids that you took in, yes. her kids, yes. neither were Superfly. No. Superfly, Nico. No, uh, Nico was the bird. The Superfly, bird. Jamal. Yes. <laughs> Man, this is... It's so true, and it's the most cancelable conversation of all yes. time. So wait a minute. The yes. pimp, Jamal, yes. lived with you yes. without his family. Taught your Jamal birthday didn't under. live with me. Right, okay. He was just over often with another and two other buddies that I... But Superfly's the one who passed away. Yes. Okay. The other kids... Still alive. The biological kids... Yes. Still alive. Yes. But Superfly... The ones I took in, still alive. Died of an asthma attack. And daughter has, you daughter has four kids of her own right now. Wow. And Jamal was... You got along with Jamal from those four. Or did Jamal was nice. Yeah. How often awesome nice was Jamal pimp. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to hear that ring print on your cheek. He was there often enough. To make me, now that I know the full story, I was wondering about what was going on in the house after, you know, when I wasn't there. <laughs> hey, kids, daddy's home. Make me a grilled cheese sandwich, mother. <laughs> hey, I hear Jamal's here. No, that was your parrot. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even sound like a parrot in mine. Uh, Who is it? Jesus, who's that? Is that Jamal? No, it's Nico, the parrot. <laughs> Get me a cracker, mother. <laughs> Nico wants a cracker. You are a cracker. <laughs> People ask. You all, cracker. <laughs> People ask all the time. Put the gun how down. Do you, how do you write stuff for the show? <laughs> you, don't. you don't. Jamal, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Have you been teaching my parrot things to say? I don't understand what you're talking about. He calls me Cracker Man every day, and so do you. It's just coincidental, perhaps. Kick his head, Jamal. <laughs> That's Nico, my bird. Pipe That's down. my bird. He's- that's a what a story, man! Superfly's no longer with us. No longer. Where were Superfly's parents? That I have. No well, you didn't even know where he went, like where he no belonged. He's just some kid. Show. Yep. You have that much yep. of a daddy replacement issue. Even I would be <laughs> asking questions. <laughs> yeah. Even Brady. Yeah. Holy, oh, yeah. Holy, yeah. holy! That is a revelation. <laughs> even Brady so has a few questions about this. Holy f- that is how blind you were. <laughs> so you couldn't tell Jamal go home. You didn't even know if there was one. Right, 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 right. So Jamal stayed a lot. Not over, no, but they were they were often at the house. I'll they'd tell you when I'm going to leave. And they'd all, they'd all go. <laughs> yeah. i leave when I'm ready to leave. <laughs> Jamal wants a cracker. Of course he does. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I was going to talk about gray parrots at the British Zoo that have no, that's had, yeah, so, no, 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 that have the history that yeah. Nico has. I saw that, story. and they're giving them a second chance. So it's just this giant gaggle of gray parrots that say the N word at the British Zoo, and people are paying extra because like, listeners have called sent breaking me that story yeah. and asked me if my bird was one of them. <laughs> By the way, it's never even my bird. The ex-wife bought it. And just oh dumped her on me. It went from yelling Nico to racial didn't, slurs. Nico didn't like the ex-wife. I'm home. Where's my money, Cracker? <laughs> Nico, you're adorable. <laughs> F- you. Singing Sir Mix-a-Lot lyrics. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He didn't like Don because so yeah. loud. Yeah. Worse vocabulary than him. Yep. So Nico. Cool. I like Toledo. He's an earner. Yeah, <laughs> but. 
small, super, super fly, the killer pimp. Is you dead. had protection the whole time. <laughs> I did. I did. Now, to go back to an earlier email, Leah, this is the kind of stuff that makes me feel bad. <laughs> this is exactly what. I, yeah. I would pay. What I was going to say was we got to get Christy down at the zoo to get the foul mouth parrot program going. But no, no, no. Oh, it produces I, I bet you they've had a, a it few. In there. What I'll tell you. Superfly dying 10 years after pimping, living with you. What's funny is Unreal. they have Unreal. a huge uh, bird collection at that zoo. And it, you can't help it, but everyone is trying to make, make the birds. Make say things. Yeah, no matter what it is. Uh, that vulture's not going to talk. You got an email that says, Toledo, were you trying to be Leanne Tui and the cuck side? <laughs> but the bird had to go because it was just foul-mouthing its way through life. Because it's Jamal the killer pimp that lives with Toledo. <laughs> Funny ass move. I kick your ass, cracker. Where's my grilled cheese sandwiches? <laughs> the asthmatic pimp. <laughs> you don't want my pimp. <coughs> you don't want my pimp. <coughs> God damn it. Where's my pimp? <laughs> you don't want my pimp, pimp bitch? Oh, no, Jamal, man. I've told you not to call the kids bitch. <laughs> oh, there's so much more. <laughs> I'm going to turn this little bitch out. No, come on, Jamal. That's the my not-girlfriend's daughter that lives with us. Where your girlfriend at anyway, cuck? Jamal the pimp. <laughs> I got to go to work. <laughs> Keep it on hose. I told her. Kids, I made some Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kids, who wants Kool-Aid, Jamal? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean, Cracker? <gasps> when she texted me that, I said, you know, I can't have no sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I, got the, I got the penis, you crack-ass mother <laughs> told her when she texted me that, I said, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but that is a fantastic end of the story. <laughs> there will be trouble up in this mother... <laughs> <coughs> oh, whoop your ass! Whoop your ass, Gregor! Jamal, can you my move bird? your 6'4"? I need to leave for work. Jamal, as much as I love your vehicle, there's blood all over it. Could you explain? You ain't no questions around here, mother... <coughs> Jamal, <laughs> have you graduated yet? Oh, to me, where that Kool Aid at? <laughs> Did you tell me you made Kool Aid, Gregor? You don't stir right. <laughs> Toledo has his Jamal. couches covered in the clear material. <laughs> I did like the joke you told earlier, Brady, that kind of fell under the radar, which was the parrot going, Give me the motherfucking trash. <laughs> they watched Boys in the Hood so much, the parrot picked it up. I'm getting tired of living in L.A. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness, the 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Jamal's got me... Felicia. It's 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 February first. Brady, happy birthday! That, that story was your birthday. It's the story of the year. There's no way we top asthmatic pimp dies in jail. 
Uh, there's no way that that gets beat. No. Let's just let's just best the rest of the year. We're taking off February until Christmas. We'll be back. We in can't December. top this. <laughs> there's no possible way we can. T- All right, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Larry, 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 Larry. We're done. Larry, Larry, Larry. We're done. Brady Grout can't top that. Uh, Superfly, the asthmatic pimp, should be a children's book. Only if he, <laughs> only thing is he reached out to you. Oh, yeah, that would have been better. (laughs) Don't you run from me, bitch. You know that running is the enemy. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get enough. Oh, I wish I'd have met him before he went. His asthma was so bad he just dropped dead from it in jail. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, guards didn't see what was going on. (laughs) Mother. It's right there! I can't get up! I'm out! I'm out! Look at Jamal over there, flopping around. He must be one of them Crenshaw yeah. Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Look like you're one of them rolling 60s. Okay? He's got a parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> what are you looking at, Cracker? You tell him, Nico. <laughs> I can't talk right now. The pirate tent. <laughs> Damn, the allergies and the asthma is all comboed up. <laughs> can't breathe. I can't breathe, bitch. Damn. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Scott Haynes says happy Black History Month. That's right. Yeah. It just started. Way to go, Toledo. Oh, we started off the right way. <laughs> and now we celebrate. <laughs> what we've been doing? It's the greatest character that never existed until today. You know what? I don't know. He just came over and hung out. He just hung out with my my girl. Well, she wasn't my girlfriend. A lady who dropped her kids off and left. I mean, you understood abandonment, so those kids made sense to you. They lived your your life. Of course. Your kids are in good hands at Toledo Care. Did mom (laughs) just pop by every once in a while? Never popped by the house. What? And the kids were living there. there, She stayed there for a couple of days, and then when she she moved out, never saw her again. She never stopped by again. We just... Just dropped her kids off, and you were cool with that. How are the well, kids? I mean, what are you gonna well, do? I mean, they were there. That was the thing, right? I mean, you know, thank you, Sir Edmund Hillary. Right. They're, they're, well, no, they're kids. They're there. I'm keeping. He would just text back. The kids were doing good. He'd just get a thumbs up emoji from her. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thanks. Well, I just always wondered what she told the kids. Oh you know, my you god! Just stay, you just stay at Rich's house. There's nothing funnier than an asthmatic pimp, though. I don't know why that. Uh, he's no time longer. at my house. No. <laughs> <coughs> you interested in a little fun tonight? A little fitty, little fitty, fitty. One of my bitches. I'll be right back. <laughs> God damn! I hate all these bitches running away. Where my money at? He's tooling around in a rascal. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that invalid? Solve the problem, bitch. Now I don't have to run after your ass. Souped it up. <coughs> Breathing like I got clean Colorado air in my lung. The parrot's like, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> Jamal's a pimp. Oh, that's he's complimenting you, Jamal. That's, that, that's right. This <laughs> <laughs> oh. asthma will be the end of me someday. I just the two and two together. Richard, can I stay tonight? Sure, Jamal. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, brother. I got some bitches coming. I got some bitches coming by. Let me borrow your parrot for a second. He's funny. 
Man, I see a Netflix show, The <laughs> Pimp of Maricopa. Well, I, I, I would have called Netflix if this was going on and we knew, hey, uh, I got a friend of mine needs some cameras in the house. This is a <laughs> <clears throat> Baba Bastard has a real problem going on. Wait, you're, Netflix wouldn't believe it. Wait a minute. His, his ex-girlfriend? No, not That's girlfriend. Not just happening. a lady. A lady he had sex with sometimes. Just left her kids at the house. And now Jamal, the super pimp, moves, he lives with And he's got his own son that's just like totally affected by this. By the way, the parrot says the N-word a lot. You're going to love this. Just set up cameras and let her roll. <laughs> wow. And you're in contact with her. She called to tell you the pimp's dead. A two-night yeah. two stand and leaves the kids. <laughs> Brady, I'm 51. I could live to be 1,000. No one's ever going to call me and go, remember that pimp we had in the house? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> My phone, my uh, telepathic never, Neuralink. No never. one's ever going to contact me. I could live to be a billion. The pimp, uh, the, the pimp we were friends with, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, we used to have uh, we used to have sex now. I dropped my kids off at your house. Yeah, the pimp, the pimp we both knew, he's gone. Thanks for the update. Where do you, we go from here? The we show's don't. The over. show's over. Yeah, the we're year's done. over. <laughs> story of the year. Dick Toledo wins the Frank Caliendo <laughs> story of the year. <laughs> I had the strangest man living at my house. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm basically... I had a pimp. I'm the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, the cutest story I was going to tell was the right. thing. Ah, fine. The zoo's got naughty parrots, and I was going to try to tie that to Christy, but no, sir. Little did I know. You told me to give the info up front. I had... No, I... This Derailed is, your story. This is a, yeah, no. Yeah, you said I got a great closer for this. I'm like, well, no. <laughs> Let's get to it. Yeah, the, 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 even Brady would question what went on. <laughs> it was a telling moment. People say, good old toast. First woodworking and now raising pimps. He's a legend. <laughs> Every six months, that dude is unbelievable. Now, let's get back to the not talking Toledo till his next story. <laughs> this is why people only want to hear you tell. Right, they don't tolerate. want to hear you in the middle. Yeah, like yeah. Your, your oh, other stuff's it. no good. You set the bar kind of high. <laughs> Man, are you going to the? Uh, Does Alex funeral at all? Yeah, is Alex okay with the pimp he used to? That he was raised. Yeah, with I, think I, I think I told both him and Lisa at dinner one night. After Alex is probably that's some bad news. Cool, <laughs> our family pimp is gone. <laughs> you remember the kid that I raised you with, the pimp that nobody knew where he was from? No, Alex, showed up. let's all pour out a little liquor. <clears throat> so when the pimp showed up, and you didn't know he was a pimp at the time. No. Oh wait. President John is just... Uh-oh. <laughs> President John, hey, Humbert, we now know Dick grew up in Maryvale. <laughs> Everybody got a pimp here. That's true. Wasn't President John a pimp? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, Humbert. Him walking around with his, his inhaler, the visual is beautiful. You'll never look at any other pimp the same no. way again. Oh, that poor guy can't run. <laughs> I, that would be like the I got nothing like the mo- like the when the bitch doesn't pay, and it's just nighttime and it's dead quiet. And she's like worried, and all you hear is, <laughs> "Oh no, Jamal!" <laughs> That's right, bitch. My calling card. <laughs> you heard me coming. <laughs> now slow down. Okay. <laughs> she run a whole city block. <laughs> that bitch is crazy. <laughs> Get him off the scooter. <laughs> Who would have thought Toledo was going to have the most exciting story of the year so far? I mean, it's almost an annual annual event that he has the best story ever. (laughs) I can see Toledo getting home after work and like comes home. It's a little mess. I told you, no more gold chains on the furniture. (laughs) Grandma was a hooker. Mom was a product of hooker love. Dropped off on a porch. 
It's an insane existence. No wonder he tries to just make it as mundane as possible. God knows what's what's possible to what could happen to you. Getting yelled at. Good uh, radio. The crunk chalice John. doesn't but go in the dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> hey, you gonna knock off all my jewels? <laughs> Who put my chalice up here in the Kenworth? What, I, what did we talk about getting <laughs> picture drunk. of Toledo's couch when he left? Toledo's couch is covered in, <laughs> covered in soul glow. <laughs> Who washed my goddamn coat in hot water? I'd say to post that, but we can't. Where's my cane? It looked like a vest now. Somebody owe me a new pimp coat. Jamal, time for school. <laughs> I ain't been school years, mother... <laughs> Your cane's by the front door, next to the umbrellas. <laughs> Not a cane. That's a walking stick. There's a difference. Alex, <coughs> get your ass over here. <coughs> Jamal got <coughs> Jamal got some questions. <coughs> and your little tiny baby fingerprints with chocolate on them is all over my walking stick. <laughs> I told you not to touch that. <coughs> Five across the face, little man. Learned the lesson the hard way in the streets of Maricopa. He's a pimp. Jamal, did you bitch slap my son today? I had to. <laughs> Little wasn't listening. <laughs> I have... Toledo comes home. Why are there 27 twin mattresses in our room? I'm going to spend <laughs> the next 10 months learning to draw. And I'm going to animate Jamal, the asthmatic pimp. Because Jose. it's a series. An educational series for inner city kids. Maybe our friend John Hoffman is still listening and he'll... He listens. He'll give us a Give us a ring. Jose will make us a cartoon soon. Please, for God's sake. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, London's got a zoo full of, <laughs> full of parrots. <laughs> London's got a, a zoo full of awful parrots. <laughs> and Christy may want to look into that. Evidently, it's a it's a boon for it's the working. zoo. It's working. It's doing great. But <laughs> <laughs> do they have? <laughs> None of them have the background. <clears throat> wow. I can't even. I don't know what to do now. Spectacular. Uh, this is going to wake up, son. We got nothing. Brad Coleman, I mean, yeah. Brad Coleman says, please make an AI image of an asthmatic pimp with a parrot just so I can visualize this quickly instead of having to wait for somebody. To, yeah. Oh, I'll get on chat. Get on AI and say, please draw me Jamal, the asthmatic pimp with a parrot on his shoulder. It's By the a- way, when the Brady Report happens, I've been doing some PIMI searches on all of us. Yeah. You should see the results for Brady. It, yes. All, as everybody looks like him. No, no, no. Uh, what's the golfer? Uh, the walrus? Uh, Stadler? Craig Stadler. Popped up for Brady. <laughs> Terrible. Andy Reid. Well, they were talking no, about Andy Reid, but there's like three other yeah. different people that aren't you. They're saying PIMI doesn't. It, it's been around for a bit. It doesn't have the technology in yet, mm-hmm. but that's its new focus. Is yeah. that it's now going and uh, the OnlyFans thing? I didn't even think of that until that kid. That <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the thing from a parrot. <laughs> what was the parrot's name in that? Now uh, you got to take uh, like. What's his name? Robin. Stick. Robin yeah, from Bebe's kids, and put put uh, the parrot on him. Oh, man, oh man, was Jamal a little bit thick? No. Oh, let's see. It's getting like Jafar here. <laughs> he got Jafar's build. Jafar, Jamal. You see, see where we're going with this? Seventeen. I don't know what he was like when he passed away, but at seventeen. Well, we know he wasn't working out too hard. He couldn't breathe. Uh, see if Dick knows the secret brother handshake. I don't. I have Brady to go to Brady does. for that one. He didn't have a pimp stick. He just decorated his oxygen tank (laughs) in a pimp tank. Good job, Coleman. Coleman Brown. I would like to hire you immediately, Coleman Brown, as my butler. You got a butler name. 
<clears throat> All right, I can't breathe. I feel like Jamal right now. Great story. Toledo uh, story reminds me of me, myself, and Irene. Oh, that, yeah. 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 It's, it's the go, three yeah. kids that weren't clearly. <laughs> Daddy! Anyway. Yeah, give me a wake-up song. Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> the parent randomly screams. Ricky! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. the, dirty, the dirty parrots at the London Zoo I thought would be cute if Christy had that at her thing, but I had no idea that that was going to open... Pandora's box. I've been sitting on that for a couple weeks. You can't just bring that up out of nowhere. But you know thank about, you for the lead. You knew about Pandora's box? Hey, how much you pay for that, mother? <laughs> All right, sorry, Brett. Go ahead. Uh, I don't even know where to go. All right, uh, wake up song brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. We're gonna wake get, up story. Yeah, and wake up story is ridiculous. We're gonna get hammered with snow up north this weekend, so uh, now's the time to head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get those skis, get those uh, boards, and get those bindings ready to go. Action Ride Shop's got the biggest selection and the best selection in town, and uh, also those mountain bikes are gonna be out this weekend too. So make sure you get them all tuned up with the best wrenches in town at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com or go visit them on. Gilbert Road and Southern. And on their list, it's uh, pretty much all dedicated to Brady this morning. Happy birthday, Brady. Yes. Weird Al's eat it. Pop that coochie. Uh, obviously, Skinner, that smell yeah. from our conversation. Thanks. Dead and bloated. Uh, Devos can't get no satisfaction. Ramon's Pet Cemetery. And then we got, you know, Van Halen, Primus, Pantera, Chevelle. Uh, yeah, pick one. I don't care. Pop that coochie's funny, but I don't want to You want to do Skinner? <clears throat> sure. Yeah, that <laughs> I mean, smell it's... for Brady's lotion <laughs> application. It? Is there any left in the in the man tube, or did you use oh, all yeah, it's man, you know, man. It's, it is, it's powerful. I think if that's the second time. Somebody it's said, uh, can we clear the air here? Uh, might have believed tried. that Richard was dating a black woman. No. No, no, no. The kid was not the no, girl. No, you met her. I knew her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She seemed fine. She stayed at my place for <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. I had her kids for a couple months. <laughs> Did and you said, small? And then somebody else said, I've done time. Uh, it sounds like Toledo had that lady drop the kids off. She was either a drug addict or possibly a prostitute herself. No, Normally they Don't dump their kids so, off and disappear. Hey, my stories, maybe next year I'll find that story out. She was out. a hooker and Jamal was pimping her. I can't wait till next year. Oh, my God. Just let's let's put this fire out for safety. And then uh, next, next February, Toledo will launch into that night. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. Rock Radio Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah.